have you heard a poetic flow on Big Root Radio? Inquisitive questions to get the answers that's off the chart to improve humanity, love, peace, and harmony to make brain cells heart. It's the Poetic Poetry Show to unleash the unknown, a new frontier in your ear right here on... Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the Flow Into Poetry Show where inspiration, motivation, and poetry meet every Friday at 6 p.m. And where you, the listeners, are the show. Streaming live on BigBooRadio.com, All About Us Radio, and all of your popular streaming outlets. Get ready for an hour of inspirational conversation, motivating attitudes, and poetry recited by the people for the people. So I hope you got your wine glass full and your flows on deck. Get ready to spit, because without further ado, here's your host, Nima, Shining Star L, James, J.T. Thompson, and Big Woo. Yo, it's Friday, it's Friday, it's Friday. Welcome everybody to the Fluidic Poetry Show, Big Woo Radio. So glad you could be in the building this Friday to hang out with us. It's going to be a great show, but... We don't have any guests tonight. We don't have a guest tonight. The only people you got tonight is me, Nima, and JT. But it's going to be all right. I promise you that. We got my girl in the building. Nima What you came to do, girl? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday. I feel like I'm about to come over to the floor in the spectrum from back in the day, 1983 <laughs> style. Man, that's a heck of an introduction. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm coming out. I'm coming out. This is the best Friday threesome you want to get. Nima, Big Woo, and JT. Uh. Absolutely, absolutely. JT ain't made it in yet, but I'm sure he will be here soon. Our number one Amazon selling poet will be here Woo! a little later on. Uh, and I'm sure he's going to talk about his new book. Uh, uh, which is uh, phenomenal. I, I read through the whole thing, and it's all good. It's, we had a great show um, on Saturday. Uh, on Saturday when we had uh, the Soulful Saturday with Jonathan Coleman and Tammy Thomas was in the building. JT did his thing, and a couple other poets got up and did their thing because they was in the building. So, hey, we ain't the ones to let poets go unnoticed. So that was a wonderful thing. It was a it was a great experience, and everybody seemed to have a good time. You know, it was music um and fun for everyone you know so, uh but uh thanks everybody oh yeah it was good go to uh Jonathan Coleman uh Jay for now on Instagram and Jonathan Coleman on uh Facebook and uh also Blacktopia Blacktopia on Facebook as well join the society and be a part of what's going on as what what they, what was it what's happening what's going on uh, anyway, uh, it was a it was a great experience. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> thanks everybody listening live BigWoodRadio dot com. Everybody download the Big Wood Radio app and Google Play Store and all the folks search out on the podcast app on your iPhone. We appreciate that. Uh, in case you didn't notice or recognize just by my demeanor tonight, I'm uh, I'm on one, and it's a good one. I'm. <laughs> 
I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, Nima. It's Friday, baby. I'm feeling good. So everybody that's listening, man, stay tuned. Everybody's listening on your phone. Please keep your phone on mute while you are listening via your telephone. If you got something to say or you got a question or a comment or you want to recite something dope, just say, hey, uh, woo, woo, woo. Uh, woo, you, you do like JB. You say, woo, 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 woo. That's most the most annoying thing right? ever. But but you will get my you will attention. <laughs> you will not be denied. Uh, uh, you'll get my attention that way. And if you got a comment, you want to recite some poetry like my girl Nima's about to do in the Let It Flow segment. Right after we listen to some good music from Anitra, she got some new music, and they're gonna be on the show. She's down with new soul music, Mr. Dark Eye Anitra. We're gonna play her joint, nice. Girly for God. And but we got, we got uh, some uh, new music from her and Dark Eye called So Amazing. We're gonna play that. We're gonna feature that okay. tonight, a little later on on the show, and um. We're also going to get into Black in Effect because Nima is going to educate y'all on some black history yeah. because, Nima, we're not just black in February. We're no, black no. all our lives. We're black all our lives. So no we we're going to get into that after Girly for God by Nitra. And we'll come back in the Let It Flow segment. And Nima's going to give us some dope poetry. So don't you go nowhere. You're keeping it locked right here on the Florida Poetry Show. Big Woo Radio. This is Anitra, Girly for God. We'll be right back. They really lame day Just remember to a nice for the head of our life Then everything you do 
listening to Big Radio. Yo, I'm Nima Shining Star L, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Listen to Big Woo Radio. I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Hello world, this is your girl, Kimberly Latoya from New Soul Music, and you're listening to Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Mr. Dark Eye from New Soul Music, and you're listening to Big Blue Radio, a station for the people. Peace, peace, family. This the ambassador to the streets, Rollo Jesus, aka Black Jesus. And you listening to Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people. Let's go. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't care what nobody say. Woo Radio is the best radio station, period. All right? And I said that, and I meant that. <laughs> You're listening to Big Woo Big Radio. Woo Radio. Welcome back to the program, uh, 704-489-3316. That's how you get in. If you got something positive to say, if you got something to recite, if you got some poetry to spit, uh, do that at 704-489-3316. Just say, hey, whoa. But you can't do it before our girl, Nima Shining Star L. So, Nima, are you ready to let it flow? Yes, I am. All right, well, let's get into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the poetry moment. With your girl, Nima Shining Star L. So just sit back, relax, and let it flow. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to let it flow because it is uh, the flow ethic. 
Poetry Show. And Nima Shining Star L always got something dope for us. What you got for us, Nima? Okay, tonight is very, very, very special because I am not doing a piece of my own. Mm. I am doing someone else's piece, and I hope and pray that I can do it uh, a little justice because nobody can do it like her. Oh, okay. Um, it's out okay. of a book that I love very much. I fell in love with this book. I purchased this book, and she was the uh, the 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 I'm gonna say the hot the hot one on the mic, but everybody was hot on the mic. <laughs> she was the headliner of the show, Miss Tammy Thomas. Right on, right on. Yes. Truth, the pen, the paper, and the words in between the lines. And this piece is entitled um, "I Washed Away." And I, I love this piece. I've been reading it over and over again. So. And that's what, I mean, kind of like, and, and this is kind of like what the Let It Flow segment was. I mean, you know, you you got pieces that you do and you come up with on the spot a lot of times. But but right. I, I think this was kind of developed in this vein yeah. to to kind of yeah. uh, uh, um, spotlight a lot show of other, yeah, show culture. Exactly. Yep. All right. So here we go. So we're getting back to our roots. Getting back so, to the roots. There you right. go. I, I washed away my sins to clear a path towards a new beginning. I washed away my doubt because I know who I am. I've washed away my insecurities because I am better. I've washed away my anxiety because I am stronger. I've washed away my anger because I can speak. I've washed away my thoughts of depression and suicide because I begin to see the strength to completely see the love I have for me. I know now that I am worthy. I am capable of being loved. I have a new outlook on life and seeing brighter days. I have opened up my heart and my soul and surrendered my whole life of heartache and pain. For the Lord has brightened up my rainy days in peace. Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Tammy Thomas. Shout out to Tammy Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. Another finger slaps a hand clap for Tammy Thomas. Yes. Wow. The pen, the paper, and the words in between the lines. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you, man. Tammy Thomas did a thing. So uh, shout out to her. Uh, go check out uh, her interviews and uh, her doing live poetry in um, uh, some uh, Jay for now on Instagram. Uh, Jonathan Coleman on Facebook or you can go to Blacktopia or you can go to uh, Tammy Thomas page on Facebook. I'm sure it's out there as well. But this segment of the Let It Flow or this Let It Flow segment is brought to you by Wine 49. <laughs> tell your homes. Uh, let her I'll be. Yeah, let her be your wine. I call her sissy. That's my cousin, y'all. That's I call her sissy. That's what we know her growing up. I didn't even know her name was Celia until I was about 15 years old. But uh, <laughs> we, we call her sissy. But let her be your wine guy because she is definitely a wine connoisseur. And she is going to change your palate. She's going to change you from being uh, maybe a sweet wine drinker to a um, bitter or dry wine drinker just from the different 
food that you may consume while drinking wine. You'd be like, hey, man, I like to drink, uh, I like to eat a steak. So she going to tell you exactly what type of wine will pair with your steak. So give her a call, 973-2, I should have worn my bifocals, uh, 973-223-4353. Five three. That's nine seven three two two three four three five three. Or you can go to uh, travelingvineyards dot com forward slash guide forward slash wine forty nine. one more time. Traveling travelingvineyard dot com forward slash guide forward slash wine forty nine. Now she picked forty nine. Because she's a 49ers fan But we don't care about that Because I'm a Cowboys fan And I think her name is stupid oh But <laughs> But that's my cousin and I love her So Wine49 on Facebook Is where you can find her as well You got her number I hope I, I, I read the number right Because I am blind And so it's 973 973- Two two three four three five three, and um, you can email her at. I don't even, you, you, Nima. You know how I am about, you know, keeping things simple, right? Uh, you know how I'm about keeping things simple. Uh, but she's got her name right. She got her name Thalia, but in between her name, she got a number seven. Okay, so that just mess me up all the way. So that's why I don't give out her email address, but I'm going to give it to y'all. It's T-H-A, the number 7, L-I-A, 2002 at yahoo.com. She absolutely could have done a better email address than that. I don't know why she would do that. I don't know why she would do that. It's Thalia, but it's a 7 in between that, right? Why? Why is there a 7? Why is there a seven in between her? You know, whatever. T H spiritual. Okay, okay. I uh, I know my cousin. It ain't got nothing to do with spiritual. Uh, she was she was probably drinking wine when she came up with this email address. T H A the number seven L I A. 2002 at yahoo.com but if you can't remember that or if you didn't write it down just remember travelingvineyard.com slash guide slash wine 49 hey it's her fault it's her fault if you don't reach out to her it's her own fault uh but she is really good and she is very very knowledgeable about wine uh so there's that all right so um Nima Shining Star L's in the building. Uh, hopefully, JT yeah. will get in here a little bit later on. But uh, I gotta. We don't have a. Right? <laughs> it might be. It might be. <laughs> Which is for another show on Tuesday night, the Brilliant oh, Show. Yeah. We will talk about threesomes. Uh, you better believe it. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant Show Tuesdays at seven. Um, but I, I got some things on my mind, Nima. Um, I seen okay. a I seen a video that was uh that was put out. Uh, and it was DC. I I lived in DC, Southeast DC, 
Um, and I, and I spent a lot of time in D.C. in the early or the late 80s. Um, was right out of, I was right out of high school. And I, and, um, and I dealt with uh, some police brutality in uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah. Uh, in the late 80s. Yeah. As we welcome in uh, my man, James J.T. Thompson. What's going on, brother? I think JT. JT, you here? I, I I know I just answered the phone. Oh yeah, JT. Oh JT, doing yeah. double duty. I'm here, man. I okay. Got a lot of background. Though. Oh, we got you. We got you, brother. We got you. Um, but JT, JT is yeah, here, yeah. and uh, right on time, because I lived in DC, and and uh, a friend of mine that that I uh, talked to this evening or yesterday, yesterday and today. Between we we talked twice today. And we we talked about some some things that happened to us in the late eighties in Washington D.C. and and there was some police brutality, not to the level for us that that a, a lot of guys uh, and a lot of guys that have passed had to deal with. We didn't deal with it on that level, but we were we were uh, uh, surprised by what happened to us, uh, to say the least. Um, but. But we were in a situation where things could have been a lot worse. And so when talking to him brought up these old memories and, and things like that. And plus seeing this video that Snoop Dogg had shared about a brother that was being arrested and being punched in the face while he was being arrested. And it, it just brought me watching that video brought me to the thoughts of um, he he wasn't doing what he should have been doing as as a brother being arrested right and i know uh shout out to my brother jb mr 299 i know jb is um i don't want to say he's against uh complying with the police but he is tired of us having to comply with the police well i say to this to that um we we can't be tired of complying with the authority that is nervous enough to put us in the grave or even mean enough to put us in the grave just because of the color of our skin. We still should comply and have our day in court alive. Um, uh, uh, we want to have our day in court alive not only for ourselves, but for our loved ones, especially if we have children and uh, wives and mothers and sisters and brothers um, and daughters. And, you know what I mean? Um, so we want to stay alive and, and, and have our day in court to fight um, the the wrong that's being done to us. Um, and we have to dare I say <laughs> to my black brothers and sisters, uh, trust the system or at least trust, um, people that are on our side that can fight for our justice, which normally, uh, a lot of times is another African American lawyer or African American judge. Um, but we have to stay alive and that's the most important thing. And so I, I, I bring up this topic of complying with the police in order to um, 
to to help anyone that's listening that may think um, I ain't got to do what he says. I ain't got to do what the police say. I ain't got to do. I don't have to show my ID. I don't have to do this or not. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, if you choose to do that, uh, then you're making things bad on yourself and you're making things bad on your family members that love you your loved ones you're making things harder on them now it ain't got nothing to do with your freedoms and and all that you got to think about the people that love you and want you here on this planet and need you here on this planet so i i say to you have your day in court so you can fight another day um I, a quick a quick story, and then I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna let Nima chime in. I'm gonna let JT chime in if he can. Um, but um, my middle daughter was visiting me one day, and and I got pulled over by the police. We we in a rural area, uh, bum. I don't want to say bum f, but uh, you know we're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, where I live is like in the middle of nowhere, and it's is uh, probably not a black cop on the force, right? So I get pulled over. Uh, he pulls me over uh, basically because I don't have my seatbelt on, right? So in my compliance, my daughter my daughter lives in a rural area in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, and 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 uh, and she's really hood. She's gangster, and she's you know she's one of those that don't like the police by any means. You know, there's, there's she doesn't like the police, and so I get pulled over. Uh, the cop comes and, and to the window, asks for ask me for my ID, right? Well, I know I wasn't speeding. I wasn't speeding at all because I had her and, and her daughter, my grandbaby, in the car. So I wasn't speeding. We was on a rural road and going around some, some curvy little roads. And so I knew I wasn't speeding, And but he pulled me over. I had no idea what he's pulling me over for. I knew I didn't have any. My All my stuff was straight. My, my license plate and got my registration, and, you know, but didn't have a seatbelt on. I didn't think about that at the time. Didn't have a seatbelt on. Now I could have. I could have been. Hey man, what are you? What, what is this about? We. He asked me for my driver's license and my registration. Gave it to him. Then he proceeded. You know, he's looking around in the car. He's looking at who's all in the car. I could have been like, "Hey, what, what, what are you looking at? What's going on?" Blah, blah, blah. I could have been, I could have been that way, and I had every probably had every right to do that. Now, stop looking in my car. You searching my car without, you know, without, um, you know, a warrant or without uh, any any reason. I could have been like that, but I didn't. I sat still, hands on uh, ten and two on the wheel, so where he could see him, and um. He could have he could have very well given me a ticket. But guess what? I complied with it and it was a white officer. It was a white officer, young guy. He's probably in his uh mid to late twenties. Um and 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 I could tell that he I, just just by his demeanor I could tell he was new on the force and he wasn't really, you know, any sudden move I made, I could have made him anxious. 
I didn't want to make him anxious. He got the gun. He's got the gun on the hip, not me. He's got the gun on the hip and the handcuffs and the taser and all that. He's got, he's got all that. I don't have that. Um, and this gentleman, this officer, decided to give me a warning. He's like, hey, um, you didn't have a seatbelt on, but. Uh, you were you were driving pretty normal and everything was all right. So here's a warning, sir. Please uh, put your seatbelt on and uh, continue on. Now my daughter had her seatbelt on and um, my granddaughter had her car seat and the seatbelt and everything. I was the only one <laughs> being illegal, uh, which was which was just just dumb because me and my daughter were talking and I I neglected to put my seatbelt on or whatever. But he gave me a warning and sent me on my way. Now, the the reason I'm telling the story is because my daughter, who's uh, uh, grew up in Baltimore and around a lot of thugs and around a lot of uh, gangster stuff, she was like, "How in the world are we leaving right now?" And that just took me aback. She's like, "How are we driving off right now? This never happens where I'm from," is what she said. And the only thing I could say to her is that I did everything he asked me to do. I did everything he asked me to do. Now, when we come back on the other side of this break, I'm going to talk to Nima and I'm going to talk to JT if he can about that incident with, with, with me and my daughter and the police officer and how this doesn't, um, incidents with the police doesn't have to end up in death. And the video that I saw that Snoop Dogg shared uh, with us uh, on his page and how this gentleman was getting beat down or beat up in the face by uh, a police officer with two other police officers holding him. And I'm going to break that whole thing down that I saw. But just let that marinate for a minute that I complied with an officer and my daughter was surprised by the outcome because she don't see that. She didn't see that kind of thing. Don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, Florida Poetry Show, Big Woo Radio. You're listening to Big Woo Radio. Has 2020 been a financial strain on you? Is there not enough time during the day to start a business or you work tirelessly creating a residual income? Trade and Travel Academy can help. Our educational platform is designed for the everyday person to learn how to consistently trade cryptocurrency, foreign exchange, stocks, and index profitability. Take advantage of our courses from basic, advanced, fundamental, and price action. Are you afraid you'll miss a class? Not at our institution. All classes are recorded and we offer live trading sessions for you to attend. We are dedicated to helping the average citizen with no knowledge of the market to become independently profitable. Do you feel you don't have time to learn a new skill? Our academy also offers trade ideas that will give you signals of the different markets and notify you when to buy or sell each week without having to attend a single class. Earn extra income while you learn or while you sleep for as little as $100 a month. We aim to assure that you'll receive your investment with our educational family back within the first month. You can find us on all platforms at Trade and Travel Academy or on our website, www.patreon.com slash Trade and Travel Academy. That's Trade and Travel Academy, spelled T-R-A-D-E, the letter N, Travel Academy.
Welcome back to the Floetic Poetry Show on Big Boo Radio. Make sure to download the Big Boo Radio app in your Google Play Store. Listen live at BigBooRadio.com. Now back to the program with Nima Shining Star L, James J.T. Thompson, and Corey Big Boo Woods on Big Boo Radio. Welcome back to the program, uh, 704-489-3316 is how you get in. If you want to get on the program, you want to recite something, you want to spit something, you got something you want to say, say, hey, whoa, uh, I need to I need to say something. But not before that we get the, not before we get the information or get to talk to Nima Shining Star L. Uh, if you just joined the program, you missed the first half of the program. I held it hostage for the first half, telling a story that I said was going to be short. I lied. I lied. It wasn't that short. Uh, <laughs> but but, but I, I, I hope that you understand uh, what I was trying to do. And so I want to get the thoughts of Nima and JT, if he can chime in. But we'll start with uh, Nima. Nima, uh, the topic is, uh, oh, for anybody that missed the first half, you can always go back and listen to the show in its entirety at um, uh, iHeart, TuneIn, Spotify, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but uh, I want to get Nima's thoughts because Nima uh, is in Philadelphia. I think born and raised or at least grew up in Philadelphia. Um, and uh, uh, she know the streets of Philadelphia pretty good, I would uh, uh, imagine. Uh, I don't want to just put words in her mouth like she from the streets if she ain't from the streets. But I would imagine <laughs> Nima, all the things that she done and seen and and been through, I would imagine Nima know the streets pretty well and, and has been pulled over once or twice by the police uh, or know somebody that's been, uh, you know, uh, harassed or or, or done wrong by the police. Now, I don't want my story to be something that you think, oh, he just, you know, whatever, whatever. But I've been harassed by the police grow, uh, uh, living in D.C. And I've, I've dealt with the police. And that's what's brought me to this point in the situation that I was in with my uh, middle child. And um, these are things that have made me learn to be, you know, because I've ran from the police before. I've I've uh, I've been uh, uh, hit or choked by the police. I, you know, there's things that's happened. And then when you get to a certain age and you have your own children, you understand the things that need to be done just so you can have your day in court or be released or e- even given a second chance by the police. So, uh, Nima, give me your thoughts on uh, the story I told and then your experience. That you may have had with Five uh, O, the Popo. Oh wow! <laughs> um, first and foremost, um, I'm very happy that you and your family um, got away, got home yes. alive, yes. unharmed, and with a warning. Um, I honestly have my thoughts of it could have been because you had a woman in a car with you yep. and a child in a car with you. Um, because sometimes, every once in a while. Uh, a woman in the car with a man and a child in the car with a man, um, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it can soften a possible blow of things that could possibly go wrong. Absolutely. Depending on that officer. But I also believe strongly because you complied um, and did what you had to do 
according to, you know, what you, because you could have easily went off what you saw fit. That made it much, much easier. Yeah. And, you know, you got to go home and, and be alive, you know, because so many people haven't made it home mm. alive mm. or unharmed. And that's with women and children in the cars. Absolutely. So, you know, I think all of that played a part. I think because you had all your credentials, you complied, and, you know, you had your daughter and your grandbaby in the car. I think all of that together, um, you know, that helped the situation. But you, I definitely agree with uh, complying and, you know, just, just, you know, doing what you need to do to get away. Because the objective is to get, like you said, get home to your loved ones and your yes. family. Yes, you first and foremost. Say, yeah. Yes, work it out later in the court system. Hit them in the pocket. You know, civil, whatever. There's so many different things that you could do. But I, you know, but I do understand that we are so tired as a people. Mm. Uh, we're tired of complying because mm. it, and I know complying because I think about this, think about it like this. If you're in a job, even though you're getting paid, you comply with the rules and regulations of your right. job. Absolutely. So you can feed your children and take care of your family and take care of yourself. When you're in a club or going to a bar and it says no weapons allowed and the security person is checking you, you okay with you're okay with the search so you can get in the club, right. call at the honey, mm. have some drinks mm. and party. So mm. we comply on so many levels, but I do understand that that officer as uh, Chuck D, I mean as public enemy oh no, that's not let me not say that. As, Karis one, I'm sorry. Karis one, Overseer, right, right. Because I'm looking at, in my head, I see the video of um, Can't Trust This. Yeah. That's why. Yep, yep, yep. But Karis one, you know, of the overseer officer type of individuals constantly beating us down at every chance they get. Beating us. Um, and until you get into the black and effect, but beating yep. us down taking us ours, humiliating like us, less than, you know, everything. Yeah. So, you know, you feel like this is my moment. I'm going to make my stand. I'm a man or I'm a woman. You can't do this. I'm a human being. You mm. wouldn't treat uh, the Caucasian people like that. So you're not going to treat me like that. Now you can do that. But again, you can end up dead in jail, whatever, you know, right. so your job right. is to make it whole. Yeah. There's a book. I think there's a book out called Driving While Black. I believe. I could be wrong, but I believe there's a document, or a documentary, or a book out called Driving While Black. And I, I just suggest that you know people get this book if it's out there. I'll investigate. But you definitely have certain rules and regulations that don't apply to everybody. But you have to make it home to your family and to your friends to see another day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, driving around black PBS. There was a uh, yeah. There's there's actually a video out there. Uh, uh put out by PBS uh, called Driving While Black, um, Space and Mobility yeah. in America. Uh, so just Google Driving While Black PBS, and you'll 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 be able to uh, uh see what Nima's was talking about. Um, but absolutely. No, go ahead, go ahead, Nima. Oh, I was going to say real quickly. I was going to say I, I um, I, I definitely have had my share of altercations with police officers, and I'm going to tell you personally, 
And no disrespect to anybody in my family. I have a lot of law enforcement in my family. It's a lot of military. Um, I love them dearly. But outside of my family, I don't like them. I don't like yeah. them at yeah. all, um, especially the women. It's something about women officers, uh, women police officers, that, you know, it seems as if they have something extra to prove. And I get it. They get harassed and everything else on the job. They got to, you know, buy their their peers, their, uh, yeah. you know, the yeah. men and things they like that. They got to appear a certain way. Yeah. They got to appear right. a certain they way so they can. Yeah. Yeah. Because you chose that line of work. Right. That's the line of work you chose. They didn't force you to do that. Right. And sometimes right. it's even worse, you know, that, and, and this is really sad. Now, um, to end this story, like I said, I don't like them. Yes, I've had my run-ins with them. But fortunately for me, um, my run-ins with police officers, um, only thing I ended up with was uh, a stalker. Because I normally, if I'm out and about, you know, driving or whatever, I kind of have a lot of cleavage going on. And mm-hmm. depending on who, you know, comes up to you, you know, sometimes you can work, work things out. You know, yeah. you can work things out. <laughs> but then right. I, I ended up with a stalker. You know, uh, that's what you got to be careful because police officers, a lot of them don't take no for an answer. Right. So they human they too. Run, they human too. Yeah. yeah, you got to be careful because he was sitting out in front of my door like almost every night and then knocked on my door. Yeah. He used the bathroom. When I let him use the bathroom, he came out with no clothes on. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So oh, you got to be careful, oh. but I don't You like got them. to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. You got to, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because anytime that uh, a police officer lets you go because of certain reasons, you got to be able to deal with the consequence that might come after that because they might be thinking a certain way. Yeah, there are police, they wear a badge, but they still horny men too or horny women too. So, <laughs> you know, they they, 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 they want to get their freak on just like anybody else, you know. So you got to, you got to think about all of that too but um uh let me let me see if i can squ- get, uh, get jt to uh, chime in if he's got that background noise thing take care jt you still with us okay okay so i mean um you you want to chime in on on this uh complying uh with the police uh topic that we're talking about yeah, I'll just say, man, the most important thing that you said was you did what you were supposed to do. You you, you followed, you know, what the officer asked you to do. In right. a lot of cases, that's not always the case. And sometimes when you do, it it, does, it may not go in your favor. But I just wanted to highlight the most important part of what you said was it worked out because you, did, you didn't do anything other than what the officer asked you to do, which, right. is, not, which is not being weak, which is not selling out right but it's, it's, it's navigating through and getting through it i've been in several situations more good than bad right i just done what i was supposed to do and i went home and the whole goal is man i'm gonna make it to the crib right you know now somebody else got other intentions who's gonna go left and walk into what you're doing but, but exactly percentages are high. if you do what you're supposed to do you're going to make it to the house. Yep. Your odds of making it to the house are a lot better than you fighting against um, uh, what the officer is asking you to do. Because, number one, let me let me tell you something about police officers because I know a few of them. Um, uh, the one thing I know is that their anxiety level is high because they don't know you and they don't know your intention. So they done probably dealt with something before they dealt with you. 
they probably dealt with some dude that was a burglar or somebody that murdered somebody or somebody that was beating their wife. And so their anxiety is going to be high nine times out of 10 or eight times out of 10. It doesn't matter. It's just what you want to do initially is make the officer comfortable. And, 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 and once you can do that, then you can, the officer is more inclined because if he's a racist officer, you can still make him feel comfortable. Um, if he's racist and he's just waiting for you to do something, a lot of times they're, they're the racist ones are waiting for you to make a sudden move so they can have an excuse. We don't want to give that excuse. And it's not like JT said, it's not selling out. It's not, um, you know, it, it may humiliate you or make you feel less than for a moment. But just feel that way for a moment for you to get home to your loved ones. And then you can get you a lawyer and say, this dude disrespected me and see where you can go from there. But but you can't do that if you're dead. You can't do that if you're shot in the head or shot in the back or or tased till death or choked till death. You can't you can't fight your fight, your true fight that you need to fight if you're fighting it against this officer that is waiting for you to do something. He's just waiting. He's been waiting all day for your black ass to do something. Just make a move. Move a pinky too fast. I'm just waiting. And, and and so that's why I say comply. And again, shout out to my man, JB, Mr. 299. And even Nima was like, you know, we're tired. We're tired of complying. And we are. We are. We I, I, I am. I don't want to have to comply. But but if you go back to my story, I was in the wrong. I was breaking the law. I didn't have a seatbelt on. Now, just imagine if I went off and just went crazy over, over, you know, this guy pulling me over. And I'm thinking, you just pulling me over because I'm black. But then I, then I think later, but it's, it's too late after he done, you know, I done agitated him and he done got the itchy trigger finger. And now he done shot me. And now as I'm looking down from heaven, I'm going, damn, I didn't have my seatbelt on. You know what I'm saying? But it's too late now. It's too late. So just think about what is it? What were you actually doing in the process? Okay, maybe I was doing something wrong. That's the first thing that you need to come to your mind. Maybe I was doing something wrong and I ain't thinking about it. So let me let me take a beat and think about, you know, let me comply with him and, you know, let me go through what I was doing. Was I doing 60 in a 45? Maybe you were. Maybe you was doing 60 and a 45 and didn't realize that it was 45 miles an hour. And you going off about with this dude about, ah, why you pulling me over? You pulling me over because I'm black. But you ain't even thinking I was doing 60 and a 45 because it was a 45. You, know, you thought it was a 55, but it wasn't. Or you doing 50 and a 35. You thought it was, you know, a 45. Or you doing 40 and a 25. It could be any one of those things. Just, just, just 
comply until you have a chance to look at the whole overview of why he pulled you over. If you automatically start on this dude, now he's anxious. He think you got evil intent. No matter you think you're you're thinking to yourself, I don't have any evil intent against this dude, but he think you are because he's a police officer and he sees a lot of stuff throughout his eight hour, ten hour, twelve hour shift. He done seen a whole lot of stuff. Put yourself in his situation and and just and just give yourself another day to look at this whole thing. Now, the video that I saw that Snoop Dogg put out, and I'm gonna do this real quick and then we're gonna get into black and effect. I promise you, we're probably gonna go into overtime, but we're gonna get into black and effect. Uh but the video that was put out and this guy got punched in the face. Now, just keep in mind that there's probably five to ten guys around these officers that are some of them are videoing, but everybody around these officers are saying, leave them alone, leave them alone. Why are you doing this? F y'all this and F y'all that and police this and police that. So there's all this going around around these three officers, right? Two officers are holding his brother. Trying to get him handcuffed. Now, in the video, I don't see why they're trying to handcuff him. Or was, you know, we don't see the beginning of the video. We just see uh, the fact that the, there's two officers holding uh, uh, this this black gentleman. And there's a one officer that's trying to uh, get him to chill out. Right. He doesn't chill out. So the officer, uh, the third officer, punches him in the face two, three, maybe four times. Right. It looks, when you first look at it, it looks excessive, right? It looks like it's excessive. But they are wrestling with him, trying to get handcuffs on him. I don't know why. I don't know why. But bruh is not complying. He is not letting them put handcuffs on him. You can see him jerking away, jerking away. Even after the officer that punched him several times, you can see bruh's hand come up his hand was free he had one hand free right even though two officers hold him he got a hand free and he's he's fighting he's fighting he's fighting so he's punching him and then you can see uh uh along in the video again that he's punching him uh as the brother turns around and he's now he's got his back to the third officer he's the 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 third officer is punching him in his face punching him in his gut trying to get him to put his hands behind his back so they can cuff him now, all the comments that I saw, they was like, oh, this officer needs to be fired. He don't need to be on the force. And he don't need to be this and he don't need to be that. Bruh is, and even the guys that's videoing saying that, oh, uh, they, 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 they punching him while he's cuffed. And they punched him while he's holding. Well, he wasn't cuffed. I, I clearly saw that. He was not cuffed. They were trying to get him cuffed. So they used force to try to get him cuffed. Now, once they got him cuffed and they searched him, bruh had a gun on him. He had a nine millimeter in his pants or in his pocket or wherever he pulled it from. They He had a nine millimeter on him. So I can't condone that. I can't condone. Look, no one should be, had to be, you know, I don't want anyone to have brutally force or or anything but these these three officers 
refrained from shooting anyone. There was 10 brothers, at least 10 brothers around, screaming at these officers. They threw trash cans at them. They threw chairs at these officers. The one officer had to go out in the street to try to get everybody back. He pulled out his gun, but then he pulled it back. Now, these officers are under duress. For what I can see, they're under duress with the people that's around and the dude that won't is resisting arrest or resisting being handcuffed. So I say to you, let them handcuff you. Get handcuffed. Do not resist. Do not fight. Do not buck these guys and throw your arms out. That will get you killed normally. But this dude stayed alive he stayed alive despite all of that going on really he should have been or normally in normal situ- in situations i don't want to say normally but in situations like that though he would have got tased or shot and so i say to that video um kudos to those police officers Kudos to those police officers for not killing that young man. Despite all that was going on, he had a gun. There was 10 uh, brothers around that was throwing trash cans. Big trash, not the little tin trash cans. We're talking about the big trash cans that the truck comes and picks up and dumps in the back of the truck. They were big trash. They were throwing that at him, at the officers. And they refrained from shooting this guy. So this is a situation where... I was I was the minority and I I gave kudos to the police officers. So um I know we're not going to get to uh the vaccine fears and the vaccine Do you have a mental issue? Do they know if he was autistic or had a mental issue? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Well, he well I don't I don't want to say I don't I don't want to say he wasn't, but he didn't appear to be. He he appeared to me from the whole setting well 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 because the the i i looked at the whole setting around and and i spent some time in southeast dc and and there was a recliner out on the street okay uh there was recliners out on the street there was like furniture and they were in front of an abandoned house they were in front of an abandoned house. Right. And in Southeast D.C., when you're out in the front of an abandoned house and you got a recliner out there. Oh, and you, was No, no, no. True that. True that. True that. I was I was out there. I was, I've been out there in the streets in Southeast D.C. <laughs> That's why I, I, I prefaced that before I, I was telling my story that I've been out there in the streets right. in Southeast D.C., and right. and this particular person that they were trying to arrest had a gun on him. Now, I don't know right. many autistic or you know kids that you know that what? that carry carry around nine millimeters. But I'm just saying everything was there, and they did not, like I said, they didn't engage with their guns or a taser or nothing like that. Right. There was two officers right. trying to there was two officers trying to uh, refrain him and try to get him in handcuffs, and there was a third officer that was that was uh you know punching him trying to get but i didn't yeah and i and i'm not to i'm not one to try to say that you know i know what autism looks like or i you know uh, uh because there are people that are autistic that don't even look autistic i get it 
Uh, you know, I know I, I have relatives, you know, that are autistic, and you would never know they were autistic. But this gentleman uh, just didn't seem to, you know, if you could see the video, and he was looking into the camera like, you know, hey, you know, they can't phase me, they can't do nothing. He was, he had that kind of, that that kind of. Uh, yeah. So, um, right. but, but I, I get what you're saying though, Nima. I get what you're saying. They, a lot of times officers don't know and they don't have any idea. Uh, so, and, and again, you have to give kudos to the officers from refraining from doing something very fatal in this situation. And so that's why I have to give kudos where kudos are due because this could have went way, way, way bad than, than what it did. They end up, I think they ended up arresting the guy and being able to you know but it was it was just more so the people around that were throwing things at the officers trash at the officers chairs and stuff and i looked at the whole scenery and i I seen the whole setup of this scenery and um it, it looked like things that i was familiar with back in the day and knew what was going on in this situation now would i would i go into court of law and say hey this is what happened or whatever and it looked like this and it looked like that that's just speculation you know i, I can't say exactly what it was he might have been somebody walking right. down the block where drug dealers hang out he could have been just somebody walking by but again the right. fact that he had a gun still doesn't mean nothing you can carry a weapon you you he could be he could have been licensed but the fact that he was resisting just gave all the indication and that he didn't want to be arrested you know gave all the indications that could he be scared yeah he could have been scared but he wasn't saying anything he wasn't saying like hey i'm afraid of you guys i'm this i'm that you know he was just giving this cocky look like they can't hold me they can't they can't take me in i ain't going in alive you know that kind of look he was given but that's just me that's my opinion but i I think the officers in that situation used a lot of refrain or restraint from using their weapon like i said the one officer pulled out his gun and was going to try to get people to move back and put it back in his holster it might have been his gun it might have been his taser i'm not sure it could have been a taser because these tasers be looking like guns but he put it back in his holster despite the fact that all these guys was videoing and in his face and all that so i just want to give kudos to those officers and i just want people to know i just want my brothers and sisters to know that it's better to comply you have a better chance and a better opportunity to make it home to your loved ones and have your day in court if you uh, uh comply it don't always work we've seen it we've seen that it don't always work but in the in the in the um the majority of the time you have a better percentage of when you comply to make it to your loved ones and have your day in court. If you comply, you have a better percentage than not complying. Yes. That's for sure. We have seen it. People not complying or running or not doing what they're supposed to do or running for or fighting the officers. You can't if you start to fight with the officers, it's too late to comply because now they already in a mode of we're going to kill you or we're going by any means necessary, put you down. And so comply first at the initial onset of an officer coming to your car or coming to you asking for your ID. Just give it to them and then see what happens from there. 
you have a better chance on that initial yeah on that initial contact and that initial contact with the officer if you do what you're supposed to uh, do what they ask you to do on that initial contact but if you initially like Nah, I ain't giving you my ID. I ain't got to give you my ID. I ain't, you know. And then now they scuffling with you. Now you want to comply? It's probably too late. It's probably too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got, yeah, you're right. I just got like major flashbacks. Not yeah. with the police, but kind of like when I was little with my mama. My mama used to say, if you do what I tell you to right. do. <laughs> right, exactly. Person, I, you, I exactly. won't whip the crap out of you. Right, and right. And when I whip when you, you better not run. Because if yeah. you run yeah. and I have to chase you, I'm gonna beat you even more. Yeah, if I if I gotta chase, yeah, if I gotta chase you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if I gotta chase you, it's already too late for you to comply while you running. You're already running from me, so now I'm already mad. I'm already in the mode of whooping your butt. So it's now yeah, it's too late. Yeah, yeah. When when I send you to get that switch off the tree, it's too late for you to comply because now I'm already in whoop your butt mode because you disrespect me in the right. first place. Okay, so it. it's kind of like that. It's kind of like the initial contact with the police. Please just give them your ID. And then after you give them your ID, then maybe you can even go, why do you need my ID, man? I mean, I'm, I'm just out here chilling. You can probably talk then, but they got your ID now. So now they're like, okay, so he, he's been, you know, he's being inquisitive. Now he wants to know, just do it first. Give them your ID, your, 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 your driver's license and your registration. And then once you do that, now you have the right to ask whatever question you want. Cause now you done gave all your stuff. You got my stuff. So what am I now? What am I being pulled over for? Now the officer's more likely to go, well, you got a tail light out, or you was going sixty five and a fifty five because now they got your information. So do that. Or your car is better than mine. Or, or, right? Or you know what? You got a seventy thousand dollar car, and I only make ten thousand, fifteen. You know, my car is a piece of junk. You know, and he might open up once they got your stuff. They might open up. Who knows? Nima, you ready for Black and Effect? I done, I done hogged the show. I done just done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. It's funny that we're talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, hold tight, y'all. We're about to go Black and Effect. N-E-F-F-E-C-T. You must learn. And I'm Black, y'all. N-E-F-F-E-C-T. See, this is what happens when Big Woo is on one and we ain't got no guests either. I just, I don't know. I just, I do too much, Neem. I do too much. All right, so this is Black in Effect. This is part of the show that we educate you on some black history because we're not just black in February. No, no, no. We're black all of our lives. So you must learn. What you got for us, Neem? <laughs> okay. Uh, the Springfield Massacre. Um, the reason why I'm talking about this today, ladies and gentlemen, is because you need to know your history. History and his story, okay? If you don't know where you came from, you don't know where you're going, and not only that, but they're trying to erase history out of the classroom to get rid of black history altogether. This is a horrible white spot. And I say that for reasons, this is a horrible white spot mm. in the history of America. The Springfield Massacre, traditionally called the Springfield Race Riot of 1908, was committed against African Americans 
by a mob of about 5,000 Caucasian people in Springfield, Illinois, between August 14th and August 16th, 1908. That means tomorrow, in the next two days, so African Americans were killed and their homes and businesses were mm. burned to the ground. Some blacks fought back in self-defense. They shot back when fired upon. The victims, two victims were lynched that day. The, vic- the first victim was Scott Burton, who used his shotgun to save, to try to save his life and his home. The second person that was lynched that day was William Dungan. He was the second person lynched, and he was married to a Caucasian woman for over 30 years. Mm. Over 2,000 blacks were driven out of their homes while their properties were destroyed. The Springfield Massacre. Now, notice how it says massacre, but as you hear it read, it says riot. There is no riot unless everybody is all over the place. Equal terms. You know, equal leverage, whatever. It's a massacre. It was a massacre. And um, we need to remember this. And we need to, you know, make sure that our children and our grandchildren remember it. Because it is an unfortunate part of our uh, history. Our, our ancestors' lives, our, you know, our families' lives. And there are so many towns, cities, and things like that across the United States that, have, that had thriving black businesses, thriving Families, thriving homes, farmlands, and they were murdered, they were killed, they were raped, they were beaten, they were just annihilated off of these, uh, out of these areas that are now predominantly Caucasian areas. Mm. So, um, again, the Springfield Massacre of 1908, August 14th to August 16th. You're listening to Big Wooly. Our moment. Finger snaps and hand claps. Thank you so much, Nima Shining Star L. It's not much different in today's, um, the way the Republicans are trying to fight so hard to keep this country from being the big melting pot that it is going to be regardless. Look, white people, it doesn't mean that you're going to be irrelevant. It's just that you got to go along to get along like all of us minorities been doing for decades and centuries and uh, uh, years and hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, your time is over. It's over. Get used to it. Stop doing this bull that you're trying to do in, in, in the, uh, with the Republican Party and trying to fight so hard to keep us from being united as a real country that we should be. We are the melting pot of the world. We are that country. We're going to be that country no matter what you do. You can go around and chant Jews will not replace us all you want to, which we know what that means. We know that Jews, you mean Jews will not replace us. Blacks will not replace us. Mexicans won't replace us. Asians won't replace us. That's what you mean when you say the Jews will not replace us. You're racist. You need you need to take a back seat. Or be obsolete. We're going to make you, we're going to make you racist obsolete, just like y'all made the Indians obsolete. That time is over. It's over. We have spoken in this last election. 
We seen what Donald Trump was trying to do. He was trying to let y'all shine through and be that old America back in the 1900s, the 1800s. That's done. That's done. I don't care. We are uniting as minorities. The minorities are now the majority in this country. This last election proved that. Even my white brothers and sisters that understand that came out. The Republicans, my white, my white uh, uh, Republicans that came out that have since they came out and it's like Donald Trump has to be stopped. So it's not it's not the, the that we're moving the white race out. We're moving the white racist out. And we're going to be that melting pot that we were intended to be the uh, great experiment of the United States. Because we, we can all get along. We all love each other's culture. You, 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 we, we, you can attest to that. The culture, everybody's culture is important. We should know everybody's culture and whatever. Yeah. But we know, we know the white culture. We know what they're about. We know <laughs> we, we need to learn our Asian people's culture. We need to learn our Hispanic people's culture. We need to learn our uh, Haitian culture. We need to learn all these cultures that, that gives us the knowledge to love one another and, and keep going on, man. And that's, that's what we're going to do. This last election proved that that the black people can show up and show out when we need to to speak up and say that what's wrong is wrong and what's right needs to be right. And we dealing with that. So, um, Nima, what you got? Go- I'm telling you, man, I'm, I told you I was on one. I told you I was on one tonight. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, my, my wife is Caucasian. So I, ain't, you know, it, it's it, it, some, of, some of my best friends are Caucasian. So and they understand that that we got to we got to uh, the way we survive in this world is together, man. We all on the same plane and we all, um, you know, not to say that we uh, a lot of us don't need to know. Well, that's that's why we do black history here, because a lot of us need to understand about our own culture and, and we need to learn yeah. our own culture and, and, and in order to do that. And, and so we can teach other people about our culture that don't understand, but they want to know. They want to know. I promise you they do. They want to know what, what makes do. us tick. They want to hop. Right. And it <laughs> definitely ain't all about hip hop. Hip hop is its own culture and it's a wonderful thing thing and and we're willing to teach you about that but that ain't that ain't that ain't that that's not just us we we are so much more we are so much more uh than than hip-hop and 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 uh, uh what is it the 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 what are the Nicki minajs and the and the, the cardi b's and we, we we so much more than that we 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 um we michelle obama we michelle obama you know what i'm saying we are rosa parks we are we are we are much more than that we contributed a lot more to this country yeah we 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 contributed yeah we contributed so much more to this country um that people don't even understand and so that's why we do black in effect so they'll know that's the point but just know her slogan is, when they take the low road, we take the high. But well, Nima will meet you where you stand and look you eye to eye. Just know uh, that. That's right. And then jerk your ass up to the high road where you need to be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come down to the low. Don't get it twisted now. We'll come down to the low road and bring your ass up. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't even get it twisted like that. We gonna, we gonna make sure everybody understand there's more to us than just, you know, hip hop. You know, we more than that. Um, and, and they need to know. Nima, what you got going on? Uh, uh, so we can get on out of here. <laughs> I got everything going on. Tune in to my page. Tune in to all of our pages. And yes. something's always going on. We are a busy group of individuals. That's Absolutely. all I can say. Absolutely. JT, what you got popping, man? If you can come in, if you can jump in here. I don't know, JT. Good night. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. God bless. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Russ. <laughs> anyway, uh, just tune in Tuesday, man. We got the, uh, well, uh, this this week coming up. Well, I'm gonna be in Costa Rica, and uh, we we'll be back the week after on the Florida Poetry Show. But we got some new stuff popping off as far as the Brilliant Show goes. Uh, we 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 changing up some things, so just stay stay tuned for that sports show. We'll be back. Uh, we're gonna be on hiatus for a minute for that. Uh, football season is starting up, so you know I love football season. So we're gonna definitely talk some football, fantasy sports, and all that stuff coming up. But uh, the Florida Poetry Show is where it's at right now, and uh, so in next not not next Friday, but the Friday after that, we'll be back and doing it like we do to educate you and inspire you and um, all all stuff like that. Because I got things on my mind, man, and so uh, we need to talk. We need we gonna talk. Yeah. My girl Nima shot us Yeah, and we got things going down at the Water Bean Coffee, six one six North Triangle Street, Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina. And we got we got a show on September eleventh. We got a show on September eighth. We got a show on September twenty five. Reggie Rock is dropping his album on September third, and he's gonna be in Water Bean Coffee on September twenty fifth. It's gonna be lit. I promise you that all the information is coming up soon. JT is doing his book tour through a water bean coffee so um just get ready just get ready we about to do it all right so we're gonna leave you with the new song from dark eye dark eye and anitra so amazing first time heard on any live radio anywhere so thanks everybody listening and um we're gonna leave you with that on behalf of my girl Nima Shining Star L, James J.T. Thompson, and everybody affiliated with Big Woo Radio. I'm Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. So amazing. Rock Hill. What up? So they call you the girl of the guy, right? I guess that makes me manly for God. You ready, girl? Let's go get it. God is so amazing. This is crazy. You and me living our dream. God is so amazing. This is crazy. about them good old days, hanging out on Stanley
the stock race, Ogden rode around the way. But I never knew you like I know now. Never knew that we would end up on this path that we on now. Yeah, it's about to go down. Can't believe we on now. They can hear our songs now, all across the world now. What a feeling that is. We celebrate these moments. You know we be on it. Live it up tomorrow, not promise to none of us. These blessings. God just keep on lining up. Out of all of his creations, he keeps his focus on us. No rush. We just trust the process. This is how we got here. No dealing with no nonsense. Yeah, cause God's timing is everything. I've been waiting patiently all of my life for bigger things. Yeah, but I never seen this coming. Even when he's doing nothing, God is always up to something so amazing. You are listening to Big Woo Radio. Big Woo Radio. 